Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week in the food and grocery sector. Tesco Chief Executive Jason Terry is set to step down after more than 30 years at the retailer. Terry will be leaving the company in March 2024, and will be replaced by former Aldi UK boss Matthew Buns. Asda poached Aldi's former marketing director Adam Zavalis as its new vice president of marketing, helping to deliver outstanding quality products at incredible prices for UK consumers. In terms of new stores, Majestic Wine accelerated its expansion plan opening two new stores in Chippenham and Monmouth this week, evidence of its commitment to innovating and investing in bricks and mortar, and Prete Munje unveiled plans to triple its presence in the US after signing a new joint venture with existing franchisee Dallas International, which is set to operate up to 50 of the food chain shops across New York, Pennsylvania, and Washington DC. In other news, a new zero-tolerance plan to tackle organized shoplifting gangs is to be agreed upon in Downing Street to crack down on the soaring number of shoplifting incidents. Moving on to financial updates, Deliveroo held its annual profit guidance after order numbers improved. And Virgin Wines posted a pre-tax loss of £700,000 for the year ended 30th of June, compared to £5.1 million last year, as it was hit by soaring inflation and teething problems with its new warehouse management system. Now let's move on to the clothing and footwear sector. Boohoo is facing a potential £100 million lawsuit from investors after modern slavery allegations slashed more than £1 billion from its value. Inditex announced a three-year partnership with LA-based startup AmberCycle, involving buying a significant portion of the annual production of Cycora, a recycled polyester, for £61 million. Marks and Spencer announced a new partnership with Paul Moir, becoming the latest fashion retailer to join the brands at M&S Portfolio. With an edited lingerie range online, fashion retailer Odd Muse will launch in Harvey Nichols across the UK later this month in stores including Manchester, Edinburgh, Bristol, Birmingham, and Leeds. In other news, Vint is reportedly in talks with Morgan Stanley about a sale in shares that could be worth more than £174 million in a bid to lead the sustainable fashion boom. Fraser's Group has topped up its shares in ASOS for the third time this month, raising shareholding to 12.6%, building on last week's raise to 10.7%. Fraser's Group also increased its stake in Boohoo once again from 15.1% to 16.5%, as it continues to build on its strategic investment. JD Sports launched a new loyalty app, rewarding shoppers with store cashback, in a move it says is a significant milestone to improve the customer experience beyond physical retail, and sportswear brand On is set to open its second UK store next week in London's Spitalfields, almost one year after it unveiled its first, offering the running retailer's range of footwear, apparel and accessories. In terms of results, ASOS delayed its full-year results for a week, confirming a full-year loss. And Matalan posted total sales of £288.6 million for the 13 weeks to the 26th of August, up 0.8% from £286.4 million in the previous year, as it works to build a stronger, more modern business. Moving on to the health and beauty sector. Superdrug launched a new VIP reward scheme in which customers shopping on their website and app will have access to a host of new offers on top of the retailer's everyday deals, including loyalty rewards such as added discounts or free delivery after reaching a spend threshold. November will also see some key store openings. Sephora set a November opening date for its second store in the UK at Westfield Stratford after the success of its first. And Lush announced its return to Covent Garden after 10 years away, 
with its new store opening on 3 November. In Electricals News, Curry's launched a new sales event dubbed Green Friday, combining Black Friday-style deals on green products, cutting prices on energy-saving products until the 28th of October. Moving on to furniture and flooring, SCS agreed to a £99.4 million takeover bid from Italian sofa retailer Poltroni Sofa. Meanwhile, Dreams launched a £4 million advertising campaign featuring actress Gillian Anderson, exploring a good night's sleep and encouraging the audience to drop in, lie down and see what a Dreams bed could do for you. In terms of financial updates, SCS posted underlying pre-tax profit of £7.2 million in the year to the 29th of July, lower than a figure of £13.8 million in the previous year. Now let's turn to department stores, marketplaces, and specialists. John Lewis turned to Tesco to recruit a new head of brand and store experience, resulting in Paul Jones starting in January tasked with developing the next evolution of John Lewis department stores. More sustainability progress was made as eBay launched the Circular Change Council alongside major retailers to promote circularity and reduce furniture waste in a partnership with the Waste and Resources Action Programme, RAP, aiming to take action over the 22 million furniture items throw away in the UK each year. Meanwhile, Decathlon rolled out its buyback service to all its UK stores as part of its sustainability efforts, offering customers store credits when they return products they no longer want or need to one of its shops. In other news, Poundland unveiled plans to open 75 new stores over the next three months as part of its rapid expansion plans, and Hamleys will reopen its Christmas Grotto as the luxury hotel The Ritz London this December, running from Wednesday 6th to Sunday 10th December. Moving on to financial results. The Very Group saw pre-tax profit fall 92% to £4.6 million in the 52 weeks to 1 July, 2023, down from £63.9 million, dragged down by a surge in operating costs that rocketed 43.5% during the year, as a result of the persistently high interest rates. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.